Mondays, Mondays, Mondays. Sounds like someone's got the case of the Mondays. <laughs> Monday, January 10th, 2022. I'm Stephen Sersky. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for finding my daily audio blog, daily audio podcast. Although, yes, I did miss Friday because I passed out. <laughs> oh, I was—I don't know why. I guess I was so tired. Then, actually, even yesterday, Sunday, I came home after Chinese class around three o'clock. Like we go for lunch or whatever, and I came back and I fell asleep four o'clock to five thirty, just gone. Like one of those dead sleeps where you like just you pass out. And I mean, I did have the alarm set, and I even pressed the uh, the snooze button, but my body just would not get up. I'm like, nope, done. Dude, you're sitting, you're lying down, you're sleeping. I guess maybe it's the uh, cumulative effect of um, six hours of sleep a night. I mean, I'm, I do, the, the arm goes off at around 5.30. I mean, I don't get active and moving until about probably 6, but still up and going. And that includes the weekends. Like, weekends, I don't normally give myself much leeway in terms of sleeping in. It's just, I've realized that getting up early... And getting things done before the sun goes down feels a whole lot better than trying to force things through in the evening. Right. So it's like you get up at 5.30 or even 6. You get your workout in or you go for a walk. I've never been... I used to study language uh, in the mornings. In my university days, I tried to do this, push the language oh, i'll do it tomorrow morning the the language studies it never worked okay and i can tell you that working out in the morning is a lot different than trying to study or doing something brain intensive brain intensive i don't know i i mean i have to push it off later on it's just it's not possible to do anything that requires you to sit still and think I, I don't, I'm not one of those people. I mean, you can get up and you go for a run and that'll wake you up. But I mean, sitting down to decline verbs, mm, difficult. <laughs> Let's put it that way. But it was a productive week and I did manage to get a, a weekend episode out on Saturday. I felt the need to uh, because I, I mean, I did miss Friday. But I also was able to put together a few more of the tracks for the January Song of Day challenge and I've updated my website again today which is what I spent most of the day doing uh, we did have a meeting in the morning which I did realize you know a lot of the meetings that we have can be done online with headphones and people can say what they need to and you can go ahead and do what you need to do like I don't know laundry <laughs> something or you know write out your Chinese characters if you can if you can split your brain waves into two different uh, paths be a, be a good idea I mean other than sending an email uh, <laughs> right I guess most meetings can just be dialed in if anything uh, but it looks like the next couple of months are going to be a bit quiet which is good I'm uh, going to spend January uh, going through these uh, songs and then fixing up the rest of December drumming which I'm pretty much done that as it is uh, and with the updates today on the website, so I updated the um, audio blog page, I updated the January page uh, with all the tracks there, including the ones that I hadn't posted over the last couple of days, uh, even though I had worked on them. Some of them are pretty interesting. I think those of you who are living in China, 
find uh, I, th- I think it's Saturday nights uh, or Saturdays track. Uh, so January tenth, oh, sorry, January eighth track uh, is an assemblage of various recordings I have from around the country. Um, not so much the country, more Beijing than anywhere else, but. I noticed that a few of them, I mean, there's an, there's an airplane recording uh, or an airplane stewardess uh, saying something about uh, cell phones. Uh, there's people eating. <laughs> there's me trying to speak Chinese, which is kind of funny. It's buried in the background. And there's also another announcement, and I think that's from when I was in Lanzhou, but I can't remember. Uh, so I, the track is titled Sounds uh, from China. And that's only a small snippet. I don't know about you guys, uh, you other expats. um, I know there are there are expats who do this, especially the 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 more what would you call them output oriented Uh, people who like sort of have podcasts or blogs or vlogs. They would be more likely to have these sorts of clips lying around. You know the ones that. You're like, oh yeah, I'll get to it. You know, I'll publish it later. I'll get it done later, and then uh, you never do. Or it sits on your hard drive, and you you listen to it two years later, and you're like, what is that? <laughs> or even better, you're like, what what is that? Oh, I remember that. And I've noticed if you do these sorts of things, you record the audio, the video. It's the same thing as pictures. I mean. I kind of wonder if our memories are so much better these days in some ways because we have access to this technology where we can take pictures so much, so often. Like, even if it's of food. I know some people criticize those who take pictures of foods. I mean, and I see the analogy, the, the relationship between, you know, we used to pray before dinner or before a meal. Now you take a picture and post it on Instagram. It's a new type of worship, isn't it? Anyway, I digress. With these, I mean, you can look at what you ate. You can remember the surroundings. You can even remember the people you were with. And isn't that a blast from the past sometimes? I mean, I look at pictures from 10 years ago, people I met in traveling. I'm like, yeah, I have no idea where those people are. I have no idea who those people are, but I do remember those people over there. Well, sometimes we're still friends on Facebook. I haven't talked in a while, but I mean... It puts it puts more of a story behind the name, which is a lot different than, you know, trying to remember something if you didn't have the pictures. And, yeah, the memory does distort things. We, we tend to uh, color things the way that we want them to be colored as we go along. But I've noticed with um, pictures, videos, audio clips, to be honest, I, I know that if I didn't go through them, I don't think anyone else would. I think these hard drives, and I've mentioned this before, uh, it was very humbling when my father passed away a few years ago and my family basically went through all of his old car parts that were stashed away in the garage for years and years and years and years to the extent that we could tell when he had lost track of the antifreeze because you found the new bottle, (laughs) right? And these were bottles that weren't opened. And this is actually one of the things that drives me to do something like this audio blog here where like I have to, if if I don't publish it now it's like when's it going to get get published there's no one else going to do it no one's going to go through this stuff and oh and I don't even know if I want them going through it I have these sound clips of me uh with these music ideas I come up with 
and I'm talking like these are bizarre sounding soundtracks, not st stuff that you'd hear. You go, oh yeah, no, he's he has lost it. Yeah, no, he, yeah, I knew it. I knew it. See, I told you, you know that sort of. What is he doing? <laughs> Why is he doing that? And I can tell you, <clears throat> as a person who has been creative his entire life, and even his adult life, which is very scary because I don't feel like an adult sometimes because I still do a lot of the things I've been doing for a long time. It, it's bizarre. It's bizarre that I have these things, but it's bizarre to me that people don't do these things. And I do have to appreciate that not everyone goes home and slaps their mouth with the idea that they're going to make a music track from it. Right? I mean, who does that? I mean, you only ever see the result of these things. Right? And it's this is this is like language learning. I mean, it's brutal. It's a slog, especially the creative process is a slog. It really is. Even backpacking the world, you don't see all the, you know, the 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 downs. You see the good pictures, you see the pictures of the food where you're like, "Oh, that looks great. That looks awesome." Meanwhile, you're like, "Yeah, uh, that's me uh, recovering from food poisoning," <laughs> or "That's the night before we got food poisoning," <laughs> right? Something like that. Language learning the same thing. I mean, this weekend, uh, humbled again in Chinese class. I'll tell you, the other two were very good. Okay, the German girl, I, I would put her at the top of the class. Uh, the other Canadian guy, he's very good. He doesn't show up to class. He's that good. And there's the American guy, uh, and he's he's decent. He's he's better than I am. But, I mean, they are able to converse with the, the teacher like fluently. I'm sitting there. I'm taking it all in. I'm having to translate everything. It's not that I'm that far behind, but I do notice that still I have to focus so much on the translation that when, when my teacher looks at me, I'm distracted. And it's not like it's like, you know, running through um, a field of grass, blue skies, and music playing in the background sort of distracted. It's more like, oh, shit. Words spoken. Communication has to happen. Oh, what did she say? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> How do I respond grammatically correctly so I don't sound like a complete idiot? Oh, fail again. Right. And then it's getting better. It's getting better. I've only been in the class for six weeks. I mean, mid middle, two months, eight weeks, sorry, minus, well, we had one week off or two weeks off, I can't remember. Uh, but yeah, two months. And I mean, I do feel a bit more of a progress happening. I'm a lot more confident in my speaking. I still have a long way to go. And I know my listening is garbage. I don't know. I don't know how else to fix it. I thought it was a vocab issue, a vocabulary issue. But even then, I study vocabulary. How come I'm still not understanding what people are saying? What the hell? <laughs> What's wrong with my brain? <laughs> What's going on? Or is it that I'm just not paying attention? Which also could be very it, very much it, even though I do think I'm translating quite a bit. Sometimes, I, I mean, I can't lie that my brain sort of, I wander off and I think more of the analysis of a language rather than like focusing in the moment, which is difficult when you're of that philosophical bench. You're like, hmm, yes. The structure of a language, it's so interesting. Look at how they think this. Oh, question asked, what did she say? Something about this. And I know the other two were talking, so they must have taken the easy answers, and now i got to think of the third one. Oh, damn it. If you're, if you never experienced that during a language class, 
then you're probably in the top level of your your class. Let's put it that way. <laughs> if you're not having those out-of-body philosophical conversations with yourself, then you're actually focusing and able to understand everything that's going on. If you're like me, however, kind of going, hmm, look at that, the use of that character. That's how you write that character. That is the mind of a distracted learner. <laughs> I'll work on it. Sadly, today... Uh, my class, my Russian class was cancelled. And this actually kind of got me because I'm like, wait a minute. I paid for a trial class and all of a sudden, two hours before the class takes off, teacher messages, messages me, says, I feel bad. I'm like, what? I don't care how you're feeling. <laughs> trial class, 30 minutes, suck it up, right? I mean, uh, I'm being too hard. If you feel like shit, I understand. Like, it's terrible to if you want to provide a good service to someone, if you're just feeling like garbage, sometimes it's better to cancel, especially through an, uh, a program like iTalkie. I mean, I, I filed a, you want to call it a report, because it's, it's called a report. And as I comment on this class, I'm like, well, it didn't happen because teacher didn't show up. She did give me notice. Um, and what would I like to happen? Well, I'd like it to be rescheduled. Not hugely important but yeah it is sort of a flag to me going okay out of the three classes that i had one teacher cancels okay now i do also have to understand it was orthodox christmas over uh the weekend so it was i mean whether or not she was sick or she's just like i don't want to work today <laughs> uh, that's fine i understand i mean so we'll see how i talk he deals with this going through like how this uh this report is sort of january uh i dealt with going forward it'll be interesting to see you know does it actually get honored or is am i out the money i'll probably just be credited they don't give you your money back they give you credits interesting conversation about could these computer-based uh language systems language access systems, language learning systems take over, you know, face-to-face. -face. I think there's something to it. And I kind of got this idea today because, uh, I know I follow some of the investments as well, and I go, Facebook got into it. I don't know, would you like to have an automated meta, an automated avatar teaching a bunch of students the way that you taught the avatar to teach. So basically, you become a teacher training of yourself following a methodology that you've come up with or that you follow. And I wonder, I wonder if this could be programmed. This this is my big sort of mind wandering today, going, how would you program a teaching methodology without it being too stringent? The fir this first method of uh, methodology is like your Rosetta Stone, um, wherein like it's just one course, it's predetermined. There's really no way to go uh, go through it other than go over it other than through it. Basically, Duolingo is like sort of a, a another way of it where it's gamified a lot more, where you get to pick and choose what you want to work on right now. But then once you're in that level, you have to go straight through it. There's no flexibility in the terms of, in the sense that, you know, can the teacher see what the mistakes that you're making going, oh, I see you're making mistakes with the present perfect. Let's try this right now. You know, there's nothing of that, which is what my my uh, Chinese teacher does or did when I was uh, taking one-on-one -on -one classes. 
that she would know. It's like, you're not getting this grammar point. We're going to go through it again, right? Going through the examples, the drills, the training, uh, you know, and making sure that, or at least drilling it a little bit more and then give me the opportunity to practice it. How would you program that? Could you program an avatar? And the avatar is just the, the, the outward facing appearance of the teacher, of, of you, you know, the way that you want to look. <laughs> Cute, young, <laughs> fat or slim, but, you know, you have good looking skin in the metaverse. Um, whereas, you know, you don't have to cancel class on a Monday because you're like, oof, I really don't want to deal with people today. Is it possible? Whether or not it is doable right now, good question. But honestly, I'll tell you, you know, as a teacher, I kind of go, that sounds like a good idea. Because, you, I mean, even if you had to discount your classes, but then you're teaching, you know, 10 kids at a, or 10 kids, 10 students at a time using your methodology, maybe you have to write a textbook or something that you take it through them, but then you've programmed it, you've automated the teaching process. I'll leave that for um, people who are more programmatically inclined. I'm the idea guy. This is, a, of course, is an idea. Anyone who's not thinking this, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's a great idea, but good luck putting it together just yet. It is possible. Just whether or not it's able to do, be deployed on a scale, I don't know. As I mentioned, I've updated my website, stevensterski.com. New tracks up uh, for January. Uh, all the audio blogs have been updated as well. And I'm going to be working on December drumming tomorrow. I uh, have another day off tomorrow, which is great. I work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. The only days I work this week, which is great. I need this time off to get some of these things going. Go ahead, take a look. Uh, and I hope if it must be possible by the weekend to have a full track listing of December drumming ready so you guys can download it all in one go, which is the same thing I'm going to be doing with January uh, at the end of this month. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed my little uh, digression about the future of a tech, uh, teaching technology as I see it, no matter how uh, fantastic it might seem entering into the metaverse. All right, folks, have a good one. Good start of week. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.